Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks got with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is the hoo what what of the podcast. It's Frank. How are you today? I knew you were going to go there. I love it. <laughs> Archimedes! <laughs> You get down here right now. <laughs> when, when I said when. Anyway, um, uh, blow is, me to Bermuda. Uh, this is not uh, an episode on one of the best Disney movies, The Sword in the Stone. Really, not one of the best, but it's one mm. of my favorite. Anyway, one of my favorites too. Yeah, yeah. but um, but anyway, Frank, we are here on Be with Geeks to talk about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. But first, what are you drinking today? I am drinking one of my favorite summer beers. I uh, have it every year on the show. It is the good old Switchback Ale mm-hmm. uh, from Burlington, Vermont. Uh, and it is a lovely amber ale that is refreshing as hell. I I try to pick it up every summer. Uh, and uh, I am enjoying the hell out of a 12-pack right now. That's great. Not it, the whole 12-pack at once. I would assume yeah. but you know i can only see so much of you so maybe there's right. 11 more cans hidden what you don't see right yeah there's just camera. crushed cans all around i me, have no uh, idea back here no you're holding yourself together if that's the case but frank i'm drinking something well not new for me but new for the show i think i don't mm. think i've had this before i'm trying one of the um hard alcohols mixed with carbonation or soda uh-huh. or whatever and so I didn't want a Jack and Coke. Those are too heavy for me, for especially for the summer. Um, mm. But the Jameson Lemonade is something Ooh. that took my took my eye, uh, and it is good. It's really good. Nice. It's quite refreshing. It's only five percent alcohol, so you're like, "Oh, Jameson from a can! You're drinking so much." I'm like, "I had be- <laughs> the beer I had last week had a higher, yeah, had yeah. a higher content." Than what yep. I'm drinking here. So, but it is very refreshing on this extraordinarily warm day uh, here where I live. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it, we are. We are in the midst of uh, a bit of a heat wave, and uh, yeah, heat wave. Uh, we're not. Yeah, we're not used to that in these in these parts. That's a lie. We're increasingly used to that in these parts. But, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, no, I just yeah. don't like it. I didn't like just it when it. I was younger, and I yeah. don't like it now. I like. We don't have. I mean, mo- most people. In our part of the country, don't have uh, central air, uh, especially if our houses were built more than, say, 40 years ago. Correct. Especially where you live because you're more north than I am. I'm even so, further north, yeah. Yeah, so your your winters are far longer than mine, and it, even just two states well, they, away. Well, they were. Yeah. <laughs> they were yeah, when no. this house was built. Yeah. The house was built to retain heat in the 50s, so it is – Yeah. Yeah. It's so warm. 
Yeah. I'm glad we got air conditioning installed last summer, though. Before yes. The um, good for you. Yeah. Our our AC unit uh, kablooied. So um, yeah, thank rough. goodness for ceiling fans right now. But that's okay. Yeah. That's all right. Because we have an upstairs unit and a downstairs one because we added an upstairs to my house. This is, un- right. this is information the podcasters don't need, the listeners. But you're going to hear it anyway. We added a second floor to my house. And so the upstairs has a separate AC unit. And thank goodness because I would not be coherent right now mm. if uh if that was if that was not the case it's true it's true you're you're like in you know you're like a retiring you'd be like a retiring professor uh retiring dean uh who who was no longer coherent uh, okay, if that okay. Were, so if that re- were to happen. real talk indiana jones and the dial of destiny great yeah. great segue mm. indiana jones being an 80 year old professor who almost yes. refuses to retire the most realistic part of this movie <laughs> So spot on the one that's just like, I don't care about education or teaching or students anymore. I only care about my subject. And even then I barely care. I'm just yeah. clinging on to this because why the heck not? Yes. Yeah. I mean, there are reasons, but you know, I like, mean, yeah, yeah. But, but that yeah. to me just was like, yes, this is, this is true. I don't know if, I I don't know if I love the the embittered Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um it felt a little bit too close to well, okay, I truthfully, I don't think I could talk about this movie without doing spoilers. So Let's just yeah, let's just jump right into the let's spoilers. Let's just jump right it's, in. Yeah. By now I hope you I hope everyone who's listening to this has seen it. Yeah, and if not, maybe this will convince you or, or to stay away or to watch it. But so like Indiana Jones is embittered embittered is bitter because uh mutt signed up for vietnam and uh was killed in action right his son mutt um yes from i found that very dark yeah i yeah i was so dark so dark for indiana jones Uh, and then it drove him and marion apart yeah didn't like that honestly i did i mean right we just got those kids together finally that's what i felt like too and so i um yeah i uh um, it just it just felt um, no it felt like it, it felt very meta to me like like Harrison Ford getting his groove back like you know mm. like Harrison Ford being a grumpy curmudgeon has been like a has been a joke for twenty years right sure yeah and so but over I'd say the last I'd say maybe since Force Awakens onward. Like he's like okay. slowly coming out of his like curmudgeon self. Yeah. A little bit like even like when he was in Rise of Skywalker and everyone was like, I can't believe that he came back again. I know. Yeah. Like we were, I'm still I, a little shocked. Even like the opening of Galaxy's Edge, the fact that he did that and, and, and like showed up and like sort of was like, all right, let's, let's open this sucker kind of thing was like, wow. Like, wow. That's wow. very different. Like, you're like hitting hitting the side of the of the Millennium Falcon like it's a used car like this puppy right here, right? Yeah, even like even him like being Thunderbolt Ross in the upcoming Captain yeah. America movie like that to me is not the Harrison Ford of 15 years ago, right? And Agreed. so of let's say Crystal Skull like from Crystal Skull to Dial of Destiny, it's like a different type of Harrison Ford that I'm used to. And I feel like this movie is a little bit like Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones being bitter and learning not to be bitter about his trade, right. Mm, About what he mm -hmm. used to love. Like it's basically his story, right. 
like I used to be this fun loving swashbuckling Indiana Jones Harrison Ford and then I went through this like tunnel of sadness like but now I'm out on the other now I'm out on the other side and like when Marion asked like are you back mm-hmm. like and you know like yeah he's back like and not just Indiana Jones but Harrison Ford is back and sure. so like on that level I like I like really enjoyed this movie and then also didn't love it you know, I liked it. It's better than Temple of Doom and Crystal Skull. That's kind of like my line in the... Better than Temple... Yes. Temple of Doom. Yeah. Than- it's definitely better than Temple of Doom. I'm not sure if it's better than Crystal Skull. And hear me out. I don't mean that as an insult because I don't think Crystal Skull is quite as bad it's not. as I it agree. is remembered to be. So it is not. I, th- I would maybe I put it... I, I have similar feelings about it as I had about Crystal Skull. I put them sort of in a similar... Me too. Yeah, I on think, a similar level. I think the only reason that I think it's better than Crystal Skull is that it's stronger thematically. Like it's a better piece of character work. Yes, um, yes. Than it is uh, than Crystal Skull, which is basically another adventure. Right? He doesn't mm-hmm. like apart from him and Marion getting together. Like he's basically the same person at the beginning of the movie that he is at the end of the movie, like most Indiana Jones movies, right? He's like, you know, he's, that's not the type of story that he's, that they're telling in this one. They are, he's on an actual progressive arc from the beginning Mm -hmm. of the movie to the end of the movie. Um, and that's what I like, liked about it and didn't like about it. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I, I do like the through line and it was a very clear, through line of it, you know what it was a lot like uh it's a lot of the same themes as like wrath of khan right where we're talking mm-hmm. about getting older and aging and what is my you know purpose. What, what purpose do i serve at this age and, and and all that kind of stuff and i i was getting a lot of those themes and i i, I liked a lot of the execution of it i liked how meta it was about harrison ford and a lot of those but i was sort of i was on board for that stuff um the there were some aspects of that though that I found less endearing. <laughs> what do you like? Like what parts do you mean? Uh, I I feel as though it is a little like that. Ha- did they bring anything? Did they do anything new? Did they explore anything new with that? Because like I bring up the Wrath of Khan example. And it's kind of like that's one of the best examples of of uh, that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. I think I see what you um, mean. So it didn't do anything new in that subgenre of the older person discovering their correct. purpose. Correct. I completely agree. It did. Yes. It did not it was add not anything a, new. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that every movie has to add something new. Like I saw the newest Mission Impossible movie today. That movie mm-hmm. does not add anything new to say the action genre or even the mission impossible movies right hmm. it, it's a it's a you know it's a good it's a good action thrill actually i'm downplaying it it was great like it was okay really, nice. it was really enjoyable I, I i loved it um but it doesn't necessarily it does like new adjacent like it's a new big stunt by tom cruise that i haven't seen before or you know it's a new take on a villain that i'm sure like I've also seen in other, I've seen in other things or whatever, but there's something about this. 
at least, but it like plays in its same lane, I think. And, and Dial Destiny is playing in a slightly different lane. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, like it, it's playing with the, I don't know, with like Logan, like, or. Um, sure. Yeah. It's kind of like sitting in that. Was that also James Mangold? That is James Mangold. That like, is Mangold. Yeah. yeah. So, so he tried to do like, cause he rewrote the script. I know that, um, Marion's part was originally bigger, um, when Spielberg was attached and she got allegedly cut down. Not that there was a scripter that she had read. She, I saw an interview with her, but like she, they were not separated in the previous, um, and see, I want to, I'm curious about that now because yeah. I really prefer, I really would prefer that they were not separated. Me too, because it feels like it's a backslide. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, which happens in life. Like, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, sure. especially for the reason that they're separated. Right. Because yeah. that's statistically, that's exactly what happens. Right. You know, like, mm -hmm. you know, like couple split, it's easier to start a new life than to live in the presence of the person of, of their tragedy. Right. Yes. So, yes. Yes. But I, here's the thing. It's Indiana Jones. Okay, thank you. Yeah, like I, 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 yes, those things do happen. But like, that's not why. I don't think that's why anybody went to see this movie is to see. Oh, let me see. Let me see the tragedy of real life reflected back to me. Like, no, that's not why I'm there. I'm see. I'm there to find out what Phoebe Waller Bridge and this Dial of Destiny are all about. Right, and I think that it's like the it's the same issue I had with Force Awakens. With like, uh -huh. you know, like Han and Leia were like, we can't be together because our tragedy with our son. Like, why I is that the recurring the theme of Harrison Ford's comeback career with these characters? Like, it's the same thing. And it's, I, it's, it's like they're like, no, it'd be too predictable if they were together. So what if we subverted everyone's expectations by having them be apart? And then by the end, they get together. How about that? Wouldn't that be? Yeah, I just. And it's like, that's now become uh a cliche in and of itself like mm -hmm. trying so hard to subvert is now ob the obvious thing that's been <laughs> almost like it's it's less interesting right that's almost why like when you see something that just is what it is and you're like wow how refreshing was that right i just watched right. something that was good and didn't subvert a single thing yeah yeah kind of felt that way about dungeons and dragons actually like that's oh, a good example of like a movie that doesn't really i mean there are a couple things that like it's not really a spoiler, but there's like a dragon in the movie because it's in a dungeon. Because is there a dungeon? Ooh, ooh, ooh. But like the dragon is like pudgy, like he's really fat uh, because he's like living in the cavern and whatever, sure. and like barely moves, so he's fat. And like that's a funny subversion, but that's like it's not sitting outside of its genre uh, or of it being like a fantasy heist or anything like that. It's just like a funny joke, not like. Wouldn't it be great if people came to have fun at Indiana Jones, but they got sad? Like that's not a good subversion. Yeah. I don't. That's not what I want. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That aside, I actually really enjoyed most of this movie. I, I, same. Same. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I thought the, um, the 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 beats were good. The locations were good. I I liked the. Say it. Go ahead. Say it. I don't know what you want me to say. It's been a few weeks since I've seen the movie. The costumes were good. The costumes were good. <laughs> they were good. Good period piece. Like like expensive looking movie. I know it had a three million yes. three hundred million dollar budget. Like did it need to is the big like yeah, you know hundred and fifty of it was to the first twenty minutes of this movie. Totally. Um, yes. But like I, the first couple of frames, I was like, wow, this movie looks great. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it did. It was a very impressive start. It was really nice to have a younger indie adventure at the beginning of it again. Yep. Which we didn't get with Crystal Skull. Nope. Um, which I wonder is maybe that's just because they didn't have the you know the, the it would have looked technology really yet. Then. Yeah, it would have looked awesome. So yeah, but um, but you know you could have you know pulled up, have River Phoenix. What no? Um, no. Wait, no. Hmm. 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 Uh. Anyway, yeah, I uh, I was it was nice to have that come back, you know, that tradition come back and then kick off a movie in, in media res with a another adventure that's going to uh, connect. That's right. Um, yeah. Plus, I, truthfully, I think the de-aging was like 95 percent there. There were like a couple there were a couple of times where I was like, mm, mm. but mostly right. I was like, wow, wow, wow. mostly quite good. Mostly yeah. quite good. Yeah, I, I, I felt about it. You know, the way I felt about, like, let's say, de-aged uh, Robert Downey Jr. or uh, Hank Pym. Like, like I, you know, like, good. Uh, sure. Those sequences good, are just usually much shorter. Although they the, are. The Downey Jr. And one. And they're not usually big action uh, No, they're not. There's like, people just like standing this. around, right? Yeah. What I found most compelling about the de-aging with that sequence is that he moved like a young man. It wasn't like watching The Irishman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was looking out for this. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So was that a was that a body double? I don't know because Harrison I, Ford's I, in. I mean, obviously he's in good shape. Like the fact that the, he was like seventy eight, seventy nine when he made this movie, and they were like, we're comfortable with a shirtless scene. Yeah, yeah. You know, which you know that's that's a like good for him. Like you can still see the vein, like his bicep vein running down his arm. Like obviously he's putting in the work. Um, and so obviously some stuff's about body doubles and what and whatever else, but there's other times where you're like, that's him. Like, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's body doubling. And then there's like a very particular Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford movement. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like the Luke body double from the Mandalorian. Right. Yes. That's Mark Hamill baby, like stood there, but like he's standing there. Right. That's yes. much different than like spinning your head back and forth and whatever. And that's that's, I think, I mean, copyable, surely. But if you're going through the you could have done the whole thing as a body double for that for that. So right. I don't. But the fact that I still I just don't know means. That yeah, that's the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the whole thing. That's the, that's the thing. Now, his voice did sound like, you know, 80 year old. He it Harrison did Ford, yeah. <laughs> even when he's supposed to be, you know, 40 or whatever. It was. Yeah. Uh, so so that that did I did catch that and that, you know, for a moment. But like it did it like it didn't. It didn't because I did. I was like younger people have a higher register and they mm-hmm. speak faster. Mm-hmm. And so those are kind of like the two telltales of like this is how I I can't remember what actor talked about this years ago. Like, how do you play a younger version of yourself? And like. You speak a little higher and you speak a little faster. So it's like, mm. cause that's how people talk. And for the most part, that's what he was doing. Like, even though his voice is, you know, Harrison Ford, you know, whatever, you know, something about the tone of his voice, particularly when, particularly when he was yelling, like on the train yelling, there is a, there is a, a timbre that his voice has now in his older age that it didn't used to have quite as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's you know when he yells like you know Chewie get us out of here like that that kind of that kind of yelling mm-hmm. it's like that sort of gruff sound but like is magnified now in his older age and I heard more of that anyway I'm yeah. nitpicking uh, my point is 
the the yeah the CG looked good. One thing I could tell was the voice, but I was very happy that the that he didn't have old age mannerisms. Um, I uh, uh, I what do you think of Mads Mikkelsen? I thought he was a great villain. Like because I one I loved that it was Operation Paperclip. Like that he was yeah. the NASA guy. You know, and like because that that's very real, right? You know, like you were a Nazi scientist, and now you're going to be an American scientist because we want to go to the moon or you know whatever and so i very much indiana jones actually i think the only indiana jones villain i actually find forgettable is i'd say temple of doom but like it's actually really not forgettable i just don't love it you know like kalima and you know whatever but, oh yeah you know <sighs> but they the yeah. one in three are more like they're nazis you know like they're nazis. you know yeah. their motivation is to be a nazi um and I actually like Kate Blanchett's communist, like from Crystal Skull. Like I, people, I I like that it was the communist. That's just like you know. I, I, yeah, I'm I'm cool with being a communist. I didn't. I thought it was just an underuse of Kate Blanchett. I didn't think it, sure. it, it was sort of. I wasn't that impressed with. Yeah, her that's fine. She's Maybe Blanchett, she was but, having fun though. That's all that mattered to me. I hope she yeah. was. It seemed like she was. Yeah. Yeah, but um, but I liked him so because... much fun. She forgot to do the accent halfway through the movie. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, wow. Well, well. Yeah. Um. I I liked that he had what you assumed was a clear motivation right up until a certain point where he yes. was like, he wanted those damn kids to stop playing magical mystery tour so loud. And that was his motivation throughout. Most good. Of yeah. Right. Well, I just, I enjoy that. Like you think he's going to go back and, you know, win the, like win the war, win the war. And he's like, no, I'm going to go kill Hitler because he's the reason that the Nazi, like he's not a Hitlerist. He's a Nazi. It's like a right. really, like it was a, to me, that was something I, I didn't see. And I was like, that's clever. I enjoy that. That was good subversion. It was, that's a good example of subversion. Now why? Because it still stuck within the story that it was telling. Yeah. Um, I did. I was a little confused as to who his right hand man was like whatever. Mm. I can't remember that guy's name. Aaron Tate, Aaron I can't remember his name. Um, the actor's name. He was also the right hand man guy in Logan. Uh, he had like a exoskeleton hand. Um, I cannot remember the actor's name. Why can I not picture him right now? I don't know. That's he's kind of forgettable. Truthfully, yeah, the mustache, kind of spiky blonde hair. Um, hmm. Oh yeah, accent. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so the I was, I was, yeah, yeah, I was like slightly confused as to like. Were they just like hired? Were they also Nazis? Like I was very confused about what their role was. Honestly, I I guess they were mercenaries. Like I guess they were guns for hire. But I was very confused about their role. Yep. Yeah. So there was like stuff like that. I'm like I liked Mads Milkinson, but I didn't care for what was around him. The the two Otises. Yeah, I guess so. The Otises, exactly. Um, and truthfully, I didn't care for Phoebe Waller Bridge either. Okay, I love Phoebe Waller Bridge, and I was not like overly impressed. She kind of with... she was more annoying than not through the movie. I didn't, uh, and I like her I, too. I find she's yeah. very talented. She's funny. Like I, but I wasn't, I wasn't unimpressed with her performance as much as her character. Same. Yeah, like Same. I felt like she was a little bit like antagonistic to be antagonistic. Mm -hmm. Um. It, it it felt like an odd switch in her character. Like, I know yes. that she was trying to play him to get what she wanted out yes. of him. But I just, the turn didn't feel so right. She wrote, she wrote this movie to begin with, didn't she? 
Was she hired to write and star know. in it? I don't know. Great question. I remember, I, I'm hesitant to use my one lookup still because I, I feel like I'm still going to need it. But I have a very vivid memory of that she was hired to write and star. And I think Mangold then rewrote it. Uh, or or took a treatment and and wrote the screenplay. I don't remember exactly, but I believe it was her version that had the stronger Marion plotline and and some other stuff. So I wonder if you know there was a little bit of a bait and switch where she was brought in, you know, with like, oh yeah, you're going to write it, and and maybe she ended up acting in a piece that she that was not really the story she meant to tell. Hmm. That's possible. That's very, but maybe, but I don't know. Lucasfilm's weird, right? You it know, is. It's, yes. it's, it's weird. Like, I don't really know who this movie was for. Like, is it for Indiana Jones fans? Because they didn't go see it. Is it for kids? Because they didn't go see it. Is it mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't know who this movie was like, where, where they were expecting to make their money in this, in this whole movie. Was it for Phoebe Waller-Bridge fans? Like they didn't go see it either. They didn't go see it either. Right. Exactly. So uh, I saw it because I like Indiana Jones enough to see the next adventure, but like Indiana Jones is not star Wars. Right. It's like, it's of its time, not of it, you know, they're timeless, but like if they Mm -hmm. all of a sudden made back to the future Four, people aren't flocking out to see it. Yeah. Right. Right. So, Mm. I'm just not I'm just not positive on that. Um I, I agree. I um I think that Lucasfilm is or rather, you know, Lucasfilm under Disney is looking for a lot of the four quadrant winners. Like let's try to get, you know, a, a little bit of, of every demographic. And mm-hmm. I think that for whatever reason, Disney with the Lucasfilm properties specifically really struggles to to do that they kind of water things down as a result mm-hmm. which is surprising because disney is like the emperor of the four quadrant universe like they invented the four quadrant right. you know like a, 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 but when it comes to this lucasfilm properties i feel like they might be i don't know sort of missing what makes it's them because they're pre-existing work properties they have to right. go off of the template that has existed when they weren't the, in the disney wheelhouse in their ip mm-hmm. it's not the same with say marvel that's a fresh start right even though there were marvel movies before they were made by a bunch of different companies they had wildly different tones and you know and all this different stuff this is like a continuation of what had come before so you are and truthfully older stuff what had come before mm-hmm. so like what was made in 1980 or 81 is not going to hit an audience the same way. It's not going to hit them the same way in 87 and 95 and 2009 in 2023. Right. right. Or whatever. So I don't know. It's just like they're, I don't know. It, they're not grasping at straws, but I, I don't know. I think that they are casting like too narrow a net and too wide a net at the same time. Like, cause like to your point, like, are they going for the indie fans? Cause they did not hit them with this. Are they going for the, the Phoebe fans? Cause they didn't hit them with this. I, I think what, what it ultimately is, is these movies are probably best if you have like a vague sentimentality for 
Star Wars or Indiana Jones, but you're not a diehard fan. If you just sort of have a like, oh, I remember those movies. Those were, I liked those. Like, I'm not, I'm not a, I don't have the poster on my wall, but like, oh, sure. I, I like an Indiana Jones movie. Like, I feel like they're more for that. Oh, look, the hat. They're showing the hat. There's a close up of the hat and the, and the bullwhip. That's, oh, because you get that? Because he wears the hat. Like, it's, it's a little bit for that. And, sure. And, but like, those people didn't go see the movie either. Well, so, I, but, maybe, but I think that's who they who they ultimately end up would would appeal to the most. I that I agree with. Yeah, and, that's like the closest I got. <laughs> yeah, which is fun. I think also I think that they're relying too heavily on like what the internet is saying about things. You know, what the, within they're tracking the excitement of tweets uh, or hashtags and um of like how many views of a trailer and like all mm. that stuff but that doesn't equate to like am i going to spend my money on yeah. this because eventually because i'm eventually going to watch it for free ish a couple months later and yeah. like if it's not a conversation piece then i'm just going to wait and watch it on my own and I might forget to watch it once it drops on Disney Plus. That's a that's a usually that's a me. Like I just right. watch the unbearable weight of massive talent or whatever is that Nicolas Cage movie, which was a lot of fun. But that was like a, like oh yeah that movie right I wanted to watch that yeah I wanted to oh yeah I wanted to watch that I wanted to watch that and that's mm-hmm. that's yeah yeah that's the market that they're trying to hit. It's tough. I I almost feel for the these not these billion dollar corporations but certainly sure, the, sure, the creatives sure. behind making them like this movie obviously took a lot of work to make like so obviously took a lot of work from hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people i feel bad for the people who like wow whatever number of ilm artists who have worked on making indie look like he was 40 years younger and and that that great work, like you said, ninety five percent of the way there didn't get seen by enough by a lot of people. They didn't get appreciated. They put so much work into this, you know, into their art, and and didn't get seen by as many people as it should have for a three hundred million dollar movie. Right. I feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel bad for James Mangold. I don't really. I don't feel bad for Kathy Kennedy or or Bob Iger. Um, nope. You know no, what I mean? And maybe but, Mangold, because I mean, like, he's like he's directing the movie. You know, like he's. It's all yeah, under but, his but it's direction. him that I hold responsible for the things that I thought could have been better, right? So, like, sure, I don't feel bad for him. I'm more like, well, you know, you're the captain you, of the ship. You win some, you lose some. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, sure, I can see that. Uh, changing course a little bit. What did you think of the supernatural element of this movie? Because all indie movies have a version of the supernatural element, right? The Ark of the Covenant and the spirits yep. and the whatever aliens, the, aliens, right? Well, so like. I'm going to say one in three, mostly like you just go right. Yeah, sure. Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, absolutely. The the Holy Grail. Like those are tried and true concepts. I feel like that you just buy into Crystal Skull didn't work for people. They're like mm, interdimensional beings like that feels a little that feels a little far fetched for a movie mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. had, you know, that had a ghost Templar. You know, the last time. <laughs> I know, right? So, like, where is the dividing line that people have? Because I have it, too. Like, I remember watching Crystal Skull in the theater. I went, mm, really? That feels a little weird. I had that, too, yeah. But I think it's more because it was, like, it wasn't anything from, like, classical antiquity. That's right? it. Yeah, right. And 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 that is why I actually, the Archimedes thing works for me better 
still it was still give me a little bit of crystal skull sort of like it felt like a stretch but a stretch for the for the for the for the character like it felt like a not an indiana jones story to a degree mm-hmm. but it, it was rooted in like how many times did he keep going back to that battle right that, that he had studied his whole his whole career like it was rooted in actual historical events that he would be that he yes. would be an archaeologist would be studying right that um, that part i very much liked right right yeah that's like the the stronger thematic point that say like that um uh last crusade does well right you know the father's obsession becomes the son's obsession yeah whatever like that works that is strongly done here in this in this movie convenient but strong you know like, right oh, he just happened to be teaching a lesson about this when phoebe waller just happened to show up in his classroom and it but happened to ev- be about e- the thing in yeah. every indiana jones movie like we happen to see him in the classroom at the moment when you know like it's always yeah sure an x never ever marks a spot an hour later no. there it is the giant there x. It is. yeah <laughs> yeah right good subversion tiny inside the movie right inside sure the sure, movie. sure sure um I mean, if it would be wise enough, like he says, X is going to mark the spot, you know that somewhere in that movie, X is going to mark the spot, right? You Absolutely. Know? But he yes. doesn't know it's that. Ch- Chekhov's X, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, um, uh, yeah, so I I liked it because it allowed, like, this adventure allowed him, it was almost like personal. Like, it allowed, personal in the way that Last Crusade was personal, right? It's like yeah, a little yeah, bit about yeah. his faith. It's a little bit about his dad. And all this stuff, like, Ark of the Covenant isn't personal. Like, whatever Temple of Doom is, is not personal. Like, right. Crystal Skull, not personal, not really. Personal. And so, apart from it being connected to an earlier adventure-ish, you know, like, this is obviously connected to an earlier adventure, but also to, like, his friend, to his own career yes. to like all these different things. And, and I, I, I liked that. I, I bought into all of it from pretty much from start to finish. Um, even the, the, even the time travel part of it. Exactly. Like I, that's, that's fine. Like, honestly, I don't know if I would have bought, been into it if I didn't have crystal skull. Like I feel like in the world that because I, I got interdimensional beings, I can do time travel. That's how I, I felt totally, about it. totally get that. Yes. Yeah, it's a much easier sell now that you're like, all right, you've already sold me on interdimensional beings. Like, I can, I can, I can buy this easier than I would have before. Because time travel also kind of feels like, eh, that's sort of eh, doesn't really feel like an Indiana Jones thing. But, but, but after Crystal's Hall, anything kind of goes. Yeah, the only thing that I it I don't like about it is that it's one. I feel like I'm watching a lot of movies about time travel recently or yes. multiverse travel or anything like that i'm just like this summer just jam-packed with them between spider-verse and the flash and indiana jones and i was like half expecting it inside of mission impossible today like it's coming i could feel it Oppenheimer. it's gonna be a uh, time travel uh, like, just, yeah yeah it's uh, barbie yeah. barbie's probably barbie. uh, yep, yep all about time travel it, it's all about time, or dimensions at least so sure like yeah so i like that's not this movie's fault it was just like hitting on you know what i mean it was like hitting on a thing that just everybody else happened to be hitting on but like nobody expected these three movies to come out in the same summer because they weren't supposed to right you know everything got delayed because of covid so like Mm -hmm. it just happened to be three similar ish movies right it just kind of worked out that way at at least right Mm -hmm. but 
It's just like it was tired. I'm tired of it by by the end. Um, right. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like when yeah, it's it's totally fair. Um, and and you can't help but sort of compare them, right? And sort of say like who did it better. Mm-hmm. Um, it may not be entirely fair to the movies, but it's a natural thing when they come out together that you're going to be reminded of the last time travel movie you just saw mm-hmm. and uh and and compare it or or say like again another one you know mm-hmm. like that's that's just natural thematically what did you think about uh like it being close to the space race and the you know the the space day parade or whatever it was like yeah yeah happy space day by the way thank you um i uh i thematically thematically i don't know that i have analysis on the space race piece of it it's kind of like well he's he's a study of antiquities right so he's going backwards but it's all but that's the new frontier right and so Mm -hmm. he's like that's like going to the next place that he's not willing to follow right that's not where he goes um however like he ends up going to the new, new frontier within like the time okay. travel, right? The, the, okay. the most modern, because this is what we're, they say is the next thing, you know, is, is time in the, the multiverse. Right. We've and, conquered space. Now it's time to conquer the fourth dimension. Right. Basically. And so, but that's yeah. like, so he like skips space sort of because he did it in Crystal Skull, I guess, in a, in a weird way. Right. He did. Yeah. I mean, aliens. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so like, it was kind of like he went into the fourth dimension kind of. And so I I found that interesting that like the man who thought he was done like is the guy that you know um went where nobody else has gone before. Mm-hmm. That's what I mm-hmm. yeah, I thought was interesting. Did you think they were going to leave him in the past? Yes, I totally thought he was going to stay did in too. the past. Actually, truthfully, you, well, can do, what were you going to say? Go ahead. Well, I thought they were going to leave him in the past and that he would end up being a, like, some kind of important role. Like, like I don't know. He was going to be Archimedes or, you know what I mean? Like, he was going to be somebody is significant from history or from that battle uh, or something like that. I thought we were kind of going in more of that sure. that direction. So I... One, I like that he doesn't stay in the past. I'll, I'll put that out there. Like, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character was correct. Like, this is not... You can't. Like, you will destroy everything. Like, you have mm-hmm. to return. Um, but uh, I thought before it kind of got into, like, oh, it's a fixed point in space-time, so you're, like, only going to go back to this spot, and so on and so on and so on. Um, I thought it was going to give him the option to relive his life that's where i thought it was gonna go so like the adventure starts fresh again so we like go back to say river Mm. phoenix basically you know we go back to that fateful train escape you know and all that stuff but then he's able to maybe correct some of his mistakes along the way leading up to like basically the safety of his son his relationship with Mary and like, I thought he would like allow him to like correct past wrongs, but ultimately I'm glad that it didn't do that because at the end of the day, I thought it would have been, it just icky that they were like, he died in Vietnam, like Mutt died in Vietnam and like, Oh no, he didn't. I saved him like with time travel. Like I would have felt like good for them, but I would have felt gross about it. Like, 
that's like feel like dishonoring the people who did give their lives or for for all those other like in Vietnam or for any other war or for any other reason. So like I just I'm I prefer what they did at the end than what what I thought they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I prefer what they did over what I thought they were going to do. I agree. Yeah. Um, I'm glad he didn't stay. I'm glad he didn't stay in the past. I, I thought he might, and I like, all right, that's yeah. I can see how they could do that, and they could make it satisfying. But I'm actually more satisfied with him coming back. Um, Me too. Although when when Marion asks, like, "Are you back?" and he like grabs the hat, it's very cute, yeah. whatever. But you're like, but you're still eighty. Answer the question. Um, you know, yeah, like what? Yeah. Well, you're back, but what are you doing? You retired. I guess mm-hmm. it's not so much like, "Are you back?" but like is the 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 person the person that is the person back right are you are you falling asleep in the chair drunk or are you back indiana yeah be back yeah like like she lost him when she lost mud right and so like are you back mm-hmm. in that sense like yeah. do i have you back yeah and so emotionally you know yeah which so i guess i did like that and uh i liked sala you know he was great just running around with his grandkids. Uh, he was he was great. He didn't. What was his? Purpose? There he is. There's Sala. Like the hat. They showed the hat, and that, then they showed that guy. Let's yeah. put a Welshman in a fez again. Like that was really all it was. Was true, but you know what? <laughs> but true, but at least like give him a hell, Indiana Jones he was that character. You know, in two I know. two movies. I know. So, I know. Yeah, but I know. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I'm with you. But yeah, at the end, of, <laughs> at the end of it, yeah, I I enjoyed it a little bit more yes, than Crystal I, Skull, mostly I, because yes. I didn't like Mutt. I actually anything else in Crystal Skull I could pretty much swallow, but I just never took to Shia LaBeouf in that movie. Yeah, I I uh, I guess I wish I guess I wish that Mutt was like still away at war or something and not dead from the war. Yeah, like like have some explanation why he's not around. Sure, absolutely. Um, I just wish he wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, that, that, that just all just did, left a bad taste in my mouth. I and agree. and that's even like I'm with you that I didn't care for Shia LaBeouf in in that movie. But like story wise for indie, yeah, I wish he. I wish that. Yeah. Anyway. Yes, I wish that. Yes. Um, anyway, but I enjoyed it on the whole. I would I would give it a B minus. Yeah, that's kind of where I am too. Yeah, it's like, like a three and a half like, out of five. Yeah, it's, right. Yeah. It's like a B minus, and Crystal Skull was like a C plus. Uh, is kind of where I would. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. You know. Yeah. They're very close. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. They'll never be one in three. Nothing ever never. could be. Never. So I wouldn't no. even want like say like that they could ever get close. But correct. Yeah. But it was fun, and you know, if I was ever to like, if I ever had a time in my life where I was like, like if I wanted the show, uh, my daughter Indiana Jones, like. I wouldn't pass on this one, right? You know, sure. be like, oh, I'll only show them one and three because, you know, the other, like, no, it, I'd skip two. No, I, yes, <laughs> I would skip two. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not, I've never been one for, for like the, like, let's pretend these movies never existed type of thing. Like, no, because they, I saw it. It's in my memory. It definitely happened. I can't pretend that it didn't. I, I, I saw it happen. You don't tell me it didn't happen. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, where can the people find us? You can head on over to beerwithgeeks.com uh, and uh, and find the show in the show notes there. All our back episodes, over 450 of them. Uh, you can hear our, hear our thoughts on the uh, previous Indiana Jones films. We covered them. 
uh, a ways back. You can use the search feature on the uh, on the website to find those. Um, you can uh, find us in any podcast app. Uh, sorry, farewell, Stitcher. That's that's being sunsetted soon. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, find us in any other podcast app. You can uh, rate and review us there. You can subscribe or follow us so you never miss an episode. Uh, and um, yeah, ratings and reviews really help. So please do that. And another thing that really, really helps. If you really like the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash thought bubble audio, and you can support this show uh, and the other shows on the thought bubble audio network and help us keep making them. Oh, great, Frank. I'm so glad that you're here to tell everybody about those things. I was definitely listening to everything you said. Sounded correct. Um, Yes. I signed you up for $5,000 a month in Patreon. I hope that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, here's my social security card. You might as well just steal my identity. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Frank, it was a pleasure to talk to you, as always. So until next time, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>